This is episode seven, and I'm back with my football co-host, Sam Nilsson. Today, we're going to be talking about all the Alabama football games since the last time y'all heard from us. So that's UL Monroe, Vanderbilt, and Texas A&M at home, and Arkansas and, sadly, Tennessee away. Just so y'all know, we're recording this the Thursday after the Tennessee game, so it might sound a little unwell. I know I still feel unwell um, after that horrendous game, but that might be why. But we'll leave that for later. Let's get into these games. Sam, should we touch on ULM just a little bit? So let's start. Uh, as my therapist says, there's a lot to unpack this week <laughs> with all the games that we've had. So to start off, it's it's been a wild season. We haven't caught up with you guys in a couple weeks. But after the Texas game, we had a, we had a few... Easier ones, easier on the crowd, easier on the heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. No palpitations during the UL Monroe game. No. I think there was some good, great fanfare. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's typically one of those games where you have a lot of people that come in and out of the game. The stands are kind of jumping throughout just because there's so many exciting plays to be made uh, when you're winning 50 to nothing. <laughs> some games don't go like that, as we saw this past weekend. But <sighs> UL Monroe was definitely one. It's one of the la- it was one of the last games of the season where you get like perfect weather. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like midday too, so it's like you can enjoy that game, then enjoy the rest of the games. The atmosphere is good. People are still trying to get into midseason form. You've got good tailgate food, and just people uh, people are excited to see Alabama, especially after a really close nail biter with Texas. What did you think of UL Monroe? Um, working it felt like a lot more chill, um, than obviously our first game, everybody working was really nervous. And then, uh, just watching the Texas game obviously was very nerve wracking. Um, but ULM was a, a lot more fun. I feel like people just had fun. Um, and wasn't that the game that the two walk-on boys went on at the end that like everybody was so excited about? Oh, everybody, everybody was touching the field during that game. Yeah. I, I maybe could have seen a few snaps <laughs> myself. There's, uh, like, some, like, two of the walk-on guys are, like, famous on TikTok, and they got put in at the end of the game, so it was, like, a really, everybody was, like, so excited to see them. Those games are also really exciting for the fans because you get to see the next wave of players that we're going to be reliant mm-hmm. on in a few few years, so. Re- reliant on Milrow a little earlier than expected. Reliant on Milrow a little earlier than expected. We, we've seen some guys carry the weight, uh... And that, that really gets the fans going. That keeps the hype involved. Because especially even if the season isn't necessarily going the way that you envisioned, there's always a look forward to next season. And especially with this team, great team. Uh, continue to ride with them throughout the season. I think the fans will continue to ride with them throughout the season. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what they've been doing, and that's what they'll continue to do. Yeah, I feel like it was a really fun time. Get to, like you said, see what's coming up. And... Um, Kind of the same with Vanderbilt again, a little bit the, the cupcake of the SEC, um, but yeah, everybody's still having a good time. It was a night game, interesting enough. Yeah. Um, so that was we've had a lot of night games this year. Yeah. Another night game coming on Saturday. My sister goes to Vanderbilt, so it's always good to get a one up on the siblings. <laughs> uh, I don't think they'll be getting that one back anytime soon, though. Uh, so Vanderbilt night game. Great atmosphere. You got the light show. I think we've got a lot of night games this season. So many night games. This weekend night game. Every yeah. game I feel like has been almost a night game. A and M was a night game. Like we haven't all... had an eleven a.m. That that's a godsend. Well, it, been... Austin P is probably going to be eleven. 
That's going to be the 11 I am. Yeah, that's But, I mean, be. even UL Monroe wasn't that's an 11, a, which is so crazy. It's going to be a soul crusher. Uh, <laughs> UL Monroe, we got it at, like, 3 o'clock. Vanderbilt, though, we got it at ICAM. Primetime slot. Uh, I know that that's a lot in part because SEC viewership on all the Alabama football games has just been through the roof. Mm-hmm. So the fans are benefiting from that greatly. Uh, and you'll definitely, you're definitely noticing the effects of alcohol sales even more at those <laughs> late games. So at Vanderbilt, you definitely had a few fans who had tied a little bit too much on before game time. <laughs> had to go home at half. Thankfully, I wasn't among the group, but uh, I'm not blaming anyone who was. You know, it's a, lo- it's a long day to get through before you can get to the game. Yeah. That's the thing. This I don't mean to sound like I'm complaining about a night game. Like, we, as a, as a fan, a night game is top tier to get to go to, but working a night game, it's, like, all day. I'm like, I still have to go to work. I still have to go to work. Um, so, like, on Saturday, I have to be there at 2, so the whole morning and, like, part of the afternoon, I'm still, like, I still have to work later. It's not, like, honestly, like, at 11 a.m., I'd have to get there super early, but um, at least it'd be over that I have the rest of the day. So that's why I sound like I'm complaining about a night game. I personally think like a good 2.30 or 3 p.m. kickoff hits different. I'm, I'm here to say I think the fans have honestly been really great this year because we haven't been dealt the greatest hand in terms of what games we've got at home yeah. in the circumstances. I just think that's how the SEC is shaken out this year where Alabama were playing a bunch of our really, really tough games on the road. I think that the crowds have been great, though, throughout. And I think everyone's just excited to come support the Tide. Even though we're two years removed from the stadium not being full, I still feel like you see the effects in the stands of people realizing, like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't get to go to these games every day, so just take advantage of it. Take advantage of it while you can. So I think people are really enjoying it. Yeah, I was actually earlier today. I was like editing a video that had a bunch of clips from the Georgia game in 2020 in Bryant Denny. I went to and that one. I went to that one too, and it was really last minute. Actually, like suddenly someone was like, "I have an extra ticket." I was like, "Oh my god, I have to go," because um, it was so hard to go because it was COVID. But like watching like no one being in the stands, like it's really crazy to compare that to now. Because um, sometimes you know, like the ULM game, you'd be like, "It's not that full," but compared to being able to, like, the Georgia game in 2020, it's, like, there's, like, ten times as many people. That show is, like, the fan difference, though, because especially during 2020 when we just had the run of all runs to the Natty and won mm-hmm. it with ease. Uh, I know, like, the games feel so different with the crowd. Like, it was almost like, ne- or you never had to worry about it being in doubt, literally, because of crowd noise at those yeah. games. You would just see a way game, and it's like, oh, well, unfortunately, they're not going to be in town. There's not going to be a chance to go to the game, even yeah. if you want to go to the game. But it really just shows how impactful crowds and atmospheres can be on these on these big monument monumental games. Absolutely. I mean, did you see? Um, not to skip ahead, we're not going to talk about Tennessee yet, but um, I'll talk about it a little bit. I saw something that said that there was like a earthquake recorded. I don't buy that. <laughs> they're just trying. They're trying to hype it up. I'll give them. I'll give them the credit for the win. But there was there wasn't any earthquake. <laughs> Um, we can talk a little bit about A&M. That atmosphere was a little bit different than, um, ULM and Vanderbilt, like we've talked about. A&M was home game, biggest home game of the year. Everyone came in, like, that's the one everyone was looking forward to. There was feud in the offseason, or small feud, small disagreement, scuffle between, uh, scuffle in the media between Nick Saban and, uh, Jimbo Fisher. Uh, Not big Jimbo fans over here, not no. big Midnight Yell fans, but, uh, no. you know. A little culty. In they, ca- they came in at uh, a little bit more of a meager record than we would have thought they would have at this point in the season. They have a terrific team. I mean, 
they boast one of the top five recruiting classes almost every year. It's just this year they've had a couple games that haven't spun their way. But still, if they're coming to play, they're obviously going to be a terrific team. You have the yeah. talent all across the board. It's going to be a good game. And they've obviously, like, because of everything surrounding the game, like you can tell, they were prepping for Bama all season. So maybe that's why they, you know, fell a few other times, stumbled a few other times. But uh, they were not stumbling in Brian Diddy Stadium. Um, the the way, like, any time something good happened for A&M, it would just be like, a wave of skate, and it just kept yeah, it like, just kept happening. You you, like, you'd have the you'd have the breath knocked out of you. You're like you know it's it's gonna stop happening, and it's like the AM defense was looking like Georgia last year, and Hans King looked like Tom Brady, and Evan <laughs> Johnson looked like a prime Randy Moss. So I mean, it wasn't necessarily ideal. Pulled out the win. Stadium was definitely tight though. I was sitting mm-hmm. in the upper bowl, and it was just. The energy was palpable, especially towards the end. Saban even gave acknowledgement to the fans for just being terrific throughout the game, saying that fans had a big impact on the game, and that's not something that usually is, is no. said about Bama fans. But then again, uh, the games typically aren't as, as nail-biting <laughs> as that, but I've kind of enjoyed it, you know? Yeah, it's, I have uh, a... competitive. I have a lot of um, gal friends who don't usually stay for four. <laughs> um, you know, we say, we say here at Alabama... Um, Nick Saban says they play for four and we need to stay for four, but um, oftentimes we're doing so well in the fourth quarter, people leave. Um, so, but all, I had many, many friends who were like, this is the first game I have ever stayed until the very end. I mean, I feel like with how the season's going, we, we've the fans, we've got to shape up. We've got to be yeah. with that Texas A&M energy the whole game. And then on top of that game, you got to be ready for four more overtimes because we really just don't know what we're gonna get and we have to we mm-hmm. have to do our part as fans to be to be helping the team out. And I would like to convince myself that I had point oh 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 one of an impact of family sure. winning on the game. So like I th- I think we need to dial it in. <laughs> I would, you know, I was up there. I was putting the third down. I was putting the get loud on the screen. So I, I think I did have an impact. Yeah. Um, but the little little different perspective working you have to like you know keep your cool be professional and that game i was like i was like gasping every the, when they when they made the interception i gasped and my boss in the front row was like who was that i was like yeah sorry yeah. that was me yeah i've been i've been really straining my vocal cords lately uh they didn't get too much too much use in my younger years when I failed chorus a couple times but now uh i'm definitely putting them to use them yelling as loud as i can Trying to trying to incite some uh, we gotta get the tide to domination, and that's what that's what they're gonna get to. I mean, especially on that last drive, there was just so many plays that A and M made where it's like gasping the fans, but then like once once Bama won, it's like this instant just sigh of massive relief. So it's like it was terrific. It was yes, just to exude. It wasn't even amazing that we won. It was just amazing that we didn't lose. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I I think everyone did feel, though, like, a, like a, a little upset. Like, why did we not cream them? Like, I, that was the reason. I remember um, over the summer, I interned at ESPN, and I talked with the college game day people, and they were like, oh, we're definitely going to be there on October 9th. Like, no doubt about it. Like, unless Texas A&M goes 0-6, like, we're going to be there. College game day wasn't here that day. Um, SEC Nation wasn't even here that day, so it was like it was like, oh, this is gonna be a blowout, and it wasn't. And so I do think that that like people were pumped leaving because we didn't lose, but I think they were also like a little bit like 
I, th I, th I think we, you know, weren't as excited as we could have been, obviously. Um, but I will say about the A&M fans that came here, I feel like, I mean, I was on, I was only outside in the midst of everyone, um, like four hours before kickoff. But um, everyone was like super nice to me. I mean, I looked like I was wearing an outfit, um, looking like I was working. So I think they were trying to be nice to me because I was working. But um, yeah, everybody was, everybody was pretty nice. Yeah, um, we looked, we looked, uh, not amazing, but A&M fans, I, I have to agree. They had a good fanfare. I feel like they should, they're a team that travels pretty well. Mm -hmm. They keep it in line. They're, uh, with the whole SEC, we're going to travel, we're going to support the A&M guys, no matter what their record is. And especially as coming into Bama, it's a game that they want to win. Yes. It's a game they won last year, so it's something that they see as winnable. And just with so much hype around the around their team, I feel like probably a lot of ticket sales really early. A lot of people are just holding mm -hmm. on to those tickets, and it's like, well, let's go. I mean, they have a good chance. They recruit just as well as anyone. Yeah. And uh, they definitely showed well in the stadium. Absolutely. Um, let's move a little bit into our away games. Um, we'll talk about Arkansas first. Did you end up going to Fayetteville? Yeah, so we're taking a big step back. This was, uh, was it? It was one week prior to... A&M, right? Yeah. yeah, one week prior to A&M. So, um, Fayetteville, red out. Um, Bryce Young injury mm -hmm. put me pretty mum in the stands. Energy wasn't as great. Another it, moment, the air left my body. It was also, it was just hard to even tell who's rooting for who. I mean, you're guessing... Honestly, that, true. You're, you're guessing that the masses are rooting for Arkansas because we're we're in Fayetteville. They, have, they had a terrific team at the time. They still have a pretty good team. Um, but red out, it's hard to tell because Bama's always wearing red and, uh, I couldn't even tell what we were getting. So <laughs> stadium was really loud, especially when they started mounting a comeback after Bryce Young got a little banged up. They got it down to 28 to 23. The fans were just going insane. I mean, Woo Pig Nation was... I don't necessarily know what it means, but they... Uh, Neither do I. They had great fanfare, and it's kind of one of those SEC sleeper atmospheres where you have, like, really terrific fans. They're really excited because their team's been pretty good the past or two years for, like, the first time in a long time. They're moving in a good direction, and I feel like overall their whole athletic department's just only come up with basketball and football, basketball. so everyone's kind of buying into the culture of fanfare there, and I think it's become like this big community where they're just out there to support their sports teams, and they had good fans. The fans were really nice. That's good. Um, people were tailgating. Everything was done pretty right there. I mean, no, no, no complaints. Sounds good. I've never been to Fayetteville. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, um, which is like, honestly, it's a similar distance to here, like to like the difference between Memphis and Tuscaloosa and Memphis and Fayetteville, but like a lot of people from Memphis go to Arkansas. Yeah. Um, so I've like been around a lot of Arkansas fans before. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you had a, a pleasant people, experience. People don't want to tell you that Fayetteville is basically in Oklahoma. Mm, it is it's far, so it's farther than far you think. away, and it's not near. Like you're like, oh, Little Rock's got to be pretty close by, and it's like, no, Little Rock's mm -hmm. not that close by. So, um, yeah, I thought atmosphere, really good. It was definitely better than I expected. And just the fact that it was an exciting game. Bama pulled away late, so you kind of identify 
who in the stands was a Bama fan at that point mm-hmm. because energy was just so good from them. And I think people were really excited to see Jalen Morrow, uh, possibly the future face of Alabama's football team playing. Uh, so that, that was definitely intriguing. Great game. Yeah, it was definitely a fun one to watch. I was only it was nice to like feel like it was like more of a game than like what we've talked about with ULM or Vanderbilt, but um, not be like concerned I'm gonna pass away because my heart rate is so high. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was fun. It was a good game to watch. But I guess we can finally talk about the tragedy this weekend. Uh, cue up the cue up like we're gonna get some lightning bullet sounds in here. Doom and doom and gloom. We <laughs> so just went sad. through the positivity. Uh. Six and one now. Looking, we're looking pretty good. Could look better. I think we will look better. But yes, we gotta talk about Knoxville. I would. I have been describing my weekend in Knoxville, Tennessee, as um, horrific, terrible, <laughs> tragic. I, um, for reference, y'all, I am a five foot tall, twenty um, two year old girl, pretty small lady. I had grown men running across the street to scream at me, trying to walk home. That's, I, <laughs> that's, um, it was an interesting time. Uh, There's a lot of anger built up in those uh, 16 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it should be brought to medical professionals. Uh, no help <laughs> for no, no solution besides that. But um, it's definitely an interesting atmosphere. Uh, I mean, you, you want to be on the winning side of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say, like, it wasn't, like, necessarily cool to see. I mean, they ripped down the goalpost. The goalpost was, like, 900 pounds through in the <laughs> river. Uh, I don't know if you get a banner for or a ring for beating Bama in the middle of the season. But <laughs> they, it certainly seemed like there was, there was, Yeah, they, they were acting like it. So, atmosphere, though. Rush the field. That's always a big commotion just because of the fact that you get some massive fines and it puts people's safety at risk. Yes. But I, I get it. It's kind of just this natural reaction to like, it's it's almost premeditated or, or it is premeditated where it's like, if we beat Bama, we're rushing the field. Yeah. And it's weird because they do have just like a terrific football team this year. Like their football team is terrific. It's wild. But uh, yeah, so atmosphere, the Jack Daniels was definitely flowing after that <laughs> Um, definitely. All cigars. Oh, yes. It's so, uh, I never understood the feeling of being on the other end of, uh, the cigar, the third Saturday in October cigar. Um, but it was, it was tragic. You're used to smelling it and being like, oh, that sweet, that sweet third Saturday in October scent. And I was like, oh my God, no, I need to leave right now. Yeah. I like to feel like my lungs are collapsing at least once a year. So (laughs) it's, uh, it was, it was bittersweet. I might make a, another cigar game for myself just because <laughs> that one just wasn't doing it. Hey, though, you never know. We might see them again in the SEC championship. Very and if true. we win that one, we're smoking all the cigars. Absolutely. Um, atmosphere, I felt like, now, I will say, I made the poor choice. I, I Like I said, from Tennessee. So um, a lot of my friends go to the University of Tennessee. Um, so my best friend... I sat with her in the Tennessee student section. Really poor choice of me and my friend in Alabama jerseys to sit in the Tennessee student section. Yeah, that was just that was a <laughs> rough decision. Uh, but it was like the tickets to this game, y'all, out of this world. Guess what expensive. I got one for? Take a guess. 
I bought after. Bucks. Nope. How much? Hundred thirty bucks. Good for you. Yeah. I um I had one friend because I didn't put in for a away ticket because I didn't know that I was going. Um, so I had one friend sell me his away ticket for 160 which yeah, was the, fr- a, the friends and family that's price. The friend, that's the friends deal. That's like buy 10, get one for, <laughs> yeah. for 80% off. Um, but my friend that was going with me, like we couldn't find her a ticket that wasn't wildly expensive. So my, uh, my friend that we stayed with, my best friend, she is a manager for the volleyball team. So she was able to get a student athlete ticket, which meant that we had to sit in the Tennessee student section. Um, so it was really, really bad, a really bad decision. Um, again, people just absolutely hurling some wild words. Um, same happened. I also went to college game day in the morning. I got up at the butt crack dawn and went to college game day, um, which I have determined now is something that I am not allowed to do. Because it's also just not, it's not great. Like I, I think it's fun. I had a fun time. You're a big college game day fan? I think it's really fun. Even as an Alabama fan at the 10, like in Knoxville, like I thought it was really fun. People were pretty rude to us even in the morning, but it was like, we had a good time. Like we ended up around some people that were like, just there for like the fun of being at college game day. So it was a good time. I mean, um, when, I'd like to think though, that when I'm about 60, uh, write a few blogs about sports, I could just throw on a hat, give my pick and everyone just yells. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, I have determined I am not allowed to go to college game day because the two times I have gone, we've lost. I went our freshman year in 2019 versus LSU, and then I went to this. So if college game day um, for some reason comes here for anything, I will not be going uh, unless someone is paying me to work it. I will not be there because it will make the team lose. Yeah. Um, it's just a horrific affair. <laughs> um, probably top 10 worst moments in, in my life. I like I'm like people keep telling me they're like it's so like it was so bad like I'm so sorry but like you saw the best college game probably of all season like you saw an ESPN instant classic I'm like I don't care it wasn't in my favor Saban's gonna get those guys in shape though because oh. I know that he was not having given uh, up uh. 52 points when he he's the uh, secondary guru so you're gonna see some you're gonna see some shape up this week I think so I f- I'm hoping. We come out on Saturday just absolutely ready to crush these these poor bulldogs coming from down the road. Yeah, I don't know about the other bulldogs yet. You're gonna have to give us another another, <laughs> another probably six weeks before we're ready for that game. Got some growing up to do. But in the stands, uh, Tennessee is a brutal experience. I, yes. I've had I've seen more brutal, but uh, or a college atmosphere. It was definitely rough. You get some get some obscenities hurled at you. I will say, like, I thought the tide, especially due, um, with the traffic I endured trying to get there, I thought the tide was traveling more than it seemed like in Neyland. Neyland was so orange. Okay. Um, I, and I know that I was I was in the Tennessee student section, so I realized that. But, like, looking around, like, the only Bama people were, like, right there at the little away corner. Like, it was so, like, so... I really thought there was going to be more people there. I don't know if it was just because it was so insanely expensive to go. Um... I literally, it took me seven hours to get there. It's four and a half hours away. I thought the whole world was going to be there, and they weren't. We're so. uh, we're one and one against teams that have decided to do a color out this year. Mm. Took on the red out. Think we were a little more familiar with red. Yeah. Decided we were going to win that one. This one, orange out. Referees might have been wearing orange too. Perhaps. 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 Uh, they got some. 
great calls that really incited the fans for their side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What can you do about it? Um, six and one, ranked number six in the country. Still, still got a fair good shot at the college football playoffs. I know that. Mm-hmm. What's the buzz around campus right now? Like, what are we thinking for the football team? Well, I was trying to find it on. I thought Saturday Down South tweeted it, but I saw some, and I'm sure you may know this off the top of your head, but I don't. Um, of some like stat line of what happens after we lose, besides 2019, because we lost twice in the regular season, losing once in the regular season. I'm so glad CFP. Bonex is out of this conference. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he's he was not, the he ain't doing existence. well in the Pac-12 either. He's doing well. I don't he's know. turning it up now. Bonex, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Bonex supporter now since he left Auburn. I can't, I can't, his, his, his off the field behavior, I cannot support. That, that is questionable. <laughs> There's no confirmation of what he has or has not done. <laughs> It's just definitely likely. <laughs> well, um, if we, with one regular season loss, I gotta find it, man. I swear it was Saturday Down South. It was like the list of the, what's happened every single time. Um, We're gonna find some real obscure stat to make oh, us positive. Here we go. In 2011, this, this is after one regular season um, loss. What happened in the rest of the regular season and what happened in the postseason? In 2011, we went three and zero after losing and then won the Natty. In 2012, we went two and zero after losing and won the Natty. In 2014, we went seven and zero and made the playoffs. In 2015, we went nine and zero and won the Natty. And then strike, strike 2019. 2019. <laughs> and then, we got shellacked. It wasn't even it wasn't even a close game. It was it looked closer on the scoreboard than it was that was not a close game. Joe Burrow came in and just. Ripped us up. That was frightening. Um, and then last year, lost one in the regular season and went 6-0 and made the playoffs. So, I think we have good hopes for the rest of the season. Um, the only we, – we have we have Mississippi State, um, and then we go to LSU. And then we have Austin P. Definitely scared for that one. Austin P. We can't take him <laughs> lightly, though, or we might be tied at half. Very true. Very true. And then we have the Iron Bowl. So that's the rest of the regular Where's season. Where's Ole Miss at? Oh, oh shoot, Ole I Miss, forgot about Ole Miss. Ole Miss. After that's the scary one. That's, that's the scary yeah, one. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple scaries. Um, that's the that's the main scary one. That was why I must yeah, be blocking it out of my mind. LSU, LSU game, they've got a real good team. Real, That's a really hard atmosphere to play in. Death Valley, and that'll be my first time going. I've, I've been you know, told about the corn dogs. It's um, also just going to be nuts because whoever wins the game this weekend between LSU and Ole Miss is in the driver's seat also mm-hmm. with Alabama mm-hmm. in the West pending Alabama defeats uh, Mississippi State. So that's going to be a real showdown just to see who looks like they're going to get that SEC berth to the um, SEC West berth to the SEC championship in Atlanta. Yes. This year, I feel like, I've, of course, is college football. Every year, the SEC is top tier. This year, I feel like it's hitting different. The SEC really is just meaning more this year. Uh, we made Tennessee look like they meant more this You're past right. weekend. You're but, right. uh, you know, I think some real great teams. I think Bama's right up there in the mix with uh, your likes of Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, mm-hmm. uh, Michigan, Tennessee. Tons of terrific teams. I didn't really want to mention Tennessee in there, but <laughs> I, did, I, also did, I also didn't think 2022 would be the year that. Uh, no. That it would be Tennessee Orange World. 
but alas. So what are we looking forward to in the next few games? Um, I'm looking forward to hopefully, you know, I mean, this this week is our homecoming. Um, we pick a game for homecoming for a reason. Um, so hopefully it will be the the nice smackdown we, we as fans deserve. Well, who decided to schedule this one for homecoming? Like, they might yeah, want know. to, like, reconsider that. <laughs> we played Vanderbilt. Like, you yeah. had the opportunity to schedule that for homecoming. I know homecoming, like, has to be in, like, the second half of October. Okay, so that's the problem. Yeah. But they, but, oof. Yeah. It is. It's not the best. Vanderbilt Last year, homecoming idea. was Tennessee. That was that was okay. That just shows like what a rise they have made. Yeah. Um, so I think we've also got to cue some weather noises from like uh, fair weather to some thunder because now now us fans are ex- it's it's turbulent. Uh, there's gonna be a yes. lot of nerves, a lot of big games coming up, and we've got a home games. We've got Iron Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Austin P. And Miss State, and that that's that's it. Mm-hmm. So three more home games. It'll be interesting to see how the fans react to to this loss. I know a lot yeah. of people took it really really hard. Tennessee is the considered like the classic rival of Alabama. Yes, you know I dislike Auburn. I hate Tennessee. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, was, I was realigning like top ten things I most hate today, <laughs> and. Good things to think about. It used to be it used to be Georgia, but mm. Uh, mm. George, Georgia's fallen to two. Tennessee is one. <laughs> but usually, if you're hated, it means you're pretty good. Yes. So uh, Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee's up in my book. I can, I would say, in conclusion, about Tennessee, I can confirm, Neyland Stadium is a garbage truck worker convention. I uh, can confirm, I hate Tennessee, and that it is that they are low down. Dirty snitches. If we play them again and lose, you're not going to hear from me for a, a while. Probably not. Uh, probably won't be. Probably might break my TV. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm glad no, to I'll be go from... to the game. I, I, <laughs> I'll just run out of the stadium and probably cry myself to sleep. There, I, I had a few tears roll out, I'll be honest. Um, yeah. I'm, I'd like to also say I, I am from the state of Tennessee. However, I'm, I'm from West Tennessee. Very different. Than East Tennessee, just so y'all know. Yeah, Memphis basketball, not not Memphis. No, we're a hoops town, and no balls. Uh, and then we not not a lot of ball fans. Not, not, not University not of Memphis go, fans. Not go balls, no balls. No balls. Well, after all that talk on Tennessee, I'm probably gonna need to go get myself a nice little treat. Treat myself. Um, I'm gonna go talk to my therapist. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna need to go do something to cheer myself get up. Get a re up. <laughs> Um, but that's quite the tough weekend, but, um, we hope you didn't depress you all too much with that one. Um, this weekend we've got Mississippi State at home for homecoming, like we talked about, so hopefully all goes as planned. Keep your fingers crossed. Still gonna, we're still going to come around for the natty. Well, yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all know what I said about the regular season games. And y'all better be at the rest of these games. Yeah, come on out. We're coming. Come on down to BDS. Come watch my gra- my graphics on the and TV. And if you, if you think you have a chance to play... Email Nick Saban, because maybe we could use you in that secondary. <laughs> um, anyways, y'all, make sure to keep up with our socials, as per usual, at UA Mosaic on Instagram and Twitter, and Mosaic Magazine UA on Facebook. And stay up to date on our website at mosaic.ua.edu for our fall issue coming up. Thank y'all, and have a great day. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.